Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that live from Nakamegado, Japan. This is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two goons open a pack of 99-2000 Fleer Ultra trading cards and draft a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter, and with me, as always, is the Essex Assassin, the British Bully, the English Enigma, the McDonald's Line Leaper, the Marvel of Medicine, the Basildon Brain Teaser, the One Pot Screamer, Hardaway's Homie, the Magnet Man, the Serendipitous Scumbag, the Regifting Gifter, and the Presumptive Loser of Season 2, Mr. Ian Rudd! How relieved are you? That's the last time you have to do it. Well, you know, I always say I'm happy it's done, but as soon as the season ends, I'm ready for more. Presumptive loser. That's very presumptive of you. Well, it was also what I gave you as the final nickname of season one. How'd that work out? Not well. But I feel like this time is different. Mm. And, um, you know, this is it. This is the final week. People are here for one thing and one thing only, Pete, and it's not us. What? It's to get their 10th player. Well, they can wait a damn minute, okay? <laughs> this is the only thing I have to look forward to. You're the only human I see anymore. Well, you, me, and the 300 kids that probably give you COVID every day. That's one of... Yeah, that does happen. I'm more Pete, worried Just to about... clarify, Pete is a teacher. He doesn't just hang around <laughs> playgrounds. Well, is that bad? I just hang around the school grounds. No, this is exciting. This is the final week. And uh, we were observing as you were editing. Thank you very much. Um... We were looking at the energy last week. It was a little down. Do you think that's because we had two bad packs in a row? I think it was. And I also think, like, you know, there's peaks and valleys. This is a long season. Mm-hmm. And it's natural that we know the end was near. So it's we got to go down a little bit because now we're ramping up the tracks. Got to bring it, it back this up. This is way up. This is week 10. This is it. This is it. Beyond this, no more. Next week's show, we are looking at people's teams. There are no more packs. So move them about for me. I want, it, I want the people to hear them. In stereo, give me one over here. Oh yeah, there you go. There are two packs left, literally. Two. Should we let's do the junker now? I'm no, 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 not yet. I'm a man of principles, and I I have an order. I'm not trying. Sorry. There's an old rule. I got carried away. In acting and improv, they say never say no, and I did just say no. You did. I was taken aback. I'm sorry. I need time to process this hype machine. Yeah. Okay. Um, there are there are. You took away our paper that has our little outline. I don't think we needed it anymore. I've got it. You ready? Sure. Okay. So, this is Magic on the Blacktop. Each week, we open a pack of 99-2000 Fleer Ultra NBA basketball cards from an unopened box. Each week, we pick, we talk through the players that come up, and then we pick a player from each of our packs onto our own fantasy teams. This is week 10, which means it's our final week of picking players. We both have nine players on our current rosters, which we'll get to in a second. Also, playing along with us at home are 25 teams in the inaugural Cheryl Ford Classic. Each one of those people will be picking their final card today to round out their teams. After all this is done, from next week onwards, we're going to start the actual game simulations on the Dreamcast. We're playing NBA 2K, the original one. We're letting the computer automate everything with the teams that people have built for these fantasy packs. Mm. It's exciting times. It's extraordinary. You've got people who need centers. You've got people who need point guards. You've got people who desperately need, you desperately need a backup center, I'm going to say right now, because <laughs> you don't have one. <laughs> I think Shaq's fine. I think the big fella will carry me to victory. Well, we'll see. What if he gets injured? Game one. <laughs> well, then uh, we'll hit the kill switch on the, the stream and it's over. So that's what we've got coming up. We're both about to open our final packs of cards, but also we have a couple of other things. Mm-hmm. We have our weekly Discord discussion. 
Yep. We have our weekly mystery player clue. And at the end of the show, we're going to take a look at the Shell Full Classic, the aforementioned Shell Full Classic. However, this week, we're not going to go too much into individual teams because we have a whole show dedicated to that next week, looking at who made the best picks, who made the worst picks, who's the best player that was drafted, for example, uh, who's the worst player. Elden Campbell. <laughs> I can answer. I can answer that. <laughs> I can answer that right yeah. now. Elden Campbell. That's true. Um, but no, we Dirk. Can... Dirk might be up there. Yeah. Let's before you get lynched. Let's okay, just clarify. Sorry. It's a very young Dirk. It is extremely young. And we are looking at players from the 99-2000 season. Right. So we've got all that coming up. Should we start with the social media channels? Just go over those again. Yeah. Tweet. Uh, tweet. I just called you tweet. Pete. <laughs> There's a reason I called you tweet, by mistake. <laughs> you mentioned last week you were getting back on the Twitter. Yeah, our, our, our tweet uh, amount went up 3,000%, which means I sent one. Uh, no one replied or liked it, but that's okay. I liked it. And, uh, what, what did it say? I, Is it bad that even I didn't see it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said something to the effect of, oh, I remember what it was. I said, LeBron James should have at least seven MVPs by this point. And then I was like, hashtag Lakers something something. Aren't we like a 90s NBA basketball podcast? I was just trying to get people involved in the discussion. You know, I was, okay. I was just trying to fe- well, sending some feelers. It was a valiant effort. Well, I'm, I'm going to double down this time. I'm going to go for two this week. Two, jeez. <laughs> Dear God. Well, I actually sent four tweets, but I deleted three. I got self-conscious. <laughs> so you're on a 25% tweet. <laughs> yeah. Man, okay. Well, I look forward to hearing about them. Thank you. I can't guarantee I'll see them. That's but- fine. No one else will, so it's fine. But our other social media outlets, we have an Instagram channel. We have our own website, magiconthablacktop.com. But most importantly, we have our Discord server where all the chat goes down. There's been a lot of... I like it. It's been getting a bit personal lately. The week one Cheryl Ford invitational matchups have been posted. It's been a bit of talk between the two a bit of banter oh yeah um and i like the way it's going down there we will continue to post on there so guys if you're listening and you're not familiar with our discord you don't have to be part of the show for classic to join in just go to our website click on the link that says discord at the top and then it's uh it's just it's just fun it's, it's fun. like it's it's barroom talk it's it's good natured ribbing it's a lot of personal insults towards me yeah which i'm I'm frankly tired of. We, I feel like the whole group don't agree on much, but the one thing we do come together for is insulting you. Yep, that's that's fine. Uh, I've got the mic and I've got the power here. So uh, the other thing is, though, I think you did undersell your work on the Instagram. The graphics this year are really coming together. It's so much fun and like it's, yeah. Well, it's, thank you very much for that. But I was gonna say part of this, you know, this is only season two of the podcast. I'm gonna get personal for a second. Not to you. Not oh, to I was you. like, oh no, what have I done? To the people listening, especially the people in the Cheryl Full Classic, this is still very much, we don't know what we're doing. We show up at my apartment once a week and we turn the mics on and we, you know, there's no real... We, we stopped drinking during them. That's yeah. good. Did that, is that a good thing? No, were were we funnier think, when we drank more? No, I think we were funnier for sure. But I think uh, for coherency, we learned a lot. Well, the mics are on at least. That's true. <laughs> we don't have to re-record anything. Yeah. But, you know, we are still learning a lot. And a part of that is learning about... You know, I'm trying to figure out on the Instagram when to post, I don't know, icons of the 90s and when to post this and when to post that. And I thought, so guys, if you've got any ideas at all, please let us know in the Discord how we can improve the show. We are planning on doing a season three. We're going to, when this season's all done, we're all going to maybe take a a few weeks off and then we're going to go into season three. We're looking at maybe... 2004 2005 cards if we can get our hands on a box yeah and, we're, we're uh, working at it and then but if you enjoyed this show and you think of ways that we can improve it i think for example one big improvement which we did midway through this season was we kind of segmented it a bit we had our, our we had, and we added some jingles we had the mystery player bit check that off then we had the or the the discussion and we had the you know we, yeah, we yeah. kind of so we're always trying to improve we're always trying to make it 
slightly more bearable to listen to. So if you've got any feedback, please, uh, we would love to hear it. Except for Darren. He's said enough. He gives me feedback every day. I okay, just, then I we're just fine. So, okay. The one thing that goes down without fail every week on the Discord. It's the weekly discussion time. So last week, our weekly discussion, we were talking about... Well, it hasn't really aired yet. It was... Oh, it's not. We're recording a week in advance, yeah. like we always say. But last week's topic was... Was it mascots? Yeah, it was mascots. Well remembered, yeah. So hopefully we'll get some good discussions going on yeah. in there. And this week's discussion was actually mentioned, talking of getting feedback from the Discord server, by Alejandro oh. of the Kajigaya Joanamans. He suggested NBA doppelgangers, which I think is a fantastic one. Okay. So NBA, do you have any off the top of your head? NBA uh, players that look like, not necessarily other NBA players, just... just I've got uh, two. Oh. So we go one, 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 one. Do you have two at least, or do you have one? Uh, I've got two, yeah. Okay, so I'll go first. Andre Kirilenko, AK-47. Mm-hmm. Dead ringer for Ivan Drago from Rocky Yeah, yeah, yep. that's, a, that's a good one. They look the exact same. Yeah. Horace Grant and Harvey Grant. That's so stupid. Does that count? <laughs> no. They're like identical. <laughs> You're so dumb. Oh, <laughs> uh, I thought you said that Horace Grant and Harvey Grant were like Escalade's brother and you didn't know any of this what? stuff. That's Mark you Jackson. Got... Okay. Anyway. Um, but no, I, I do have a serious one. Okay. And I don't think anyone else thinks this. And this is what we're interested in. We want ones that you think. I, we don't need to go Google doppelgangers and find like yeah, that everyone... Dumb. But ones that you genuinely think, and this is really weird, but I think Steph Curry looks a bit like, in certain photos, and I'm going to prove it on the Discord server, I think Steph Curry looks a bit like Billy Joe Armstrong, the lead singer of Green Day. What? Well, I mean, they both have the same eyes, I think. I think it's the eyes. It's but anyway, the eyes. Gonna, I, it's just something I've always thought in the back of my head. This is the first time I've ever told anyone that, and I'm going to post... I'm gonna. I'm sure I can find pictures where they look similar, but in my head, I don't know why, but Billy Joe Armstrong and Steph Curry have a similarity. Well, I'm going to blow your mind with my next one. Okay. Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. And a slab of cardboard. <laughs> they have the same insult, facial expressions. How dare you insult my Horace and Harvey Grant? And that's the best you got to come back at me with. <laughs> I thought it was clever. All right, well, that was my joke. I thought I set it up pretty damn well. Thank you very much. What's on the cardboard? Is it a picture of Tim Duncan? It's a picture. Okay. No, they're... The point was they're both boring and emotionless. Okay, okay but uh, that that's it. So tell us who you think looks like another player who looks like somebody else in either media or your friends or who knows. Hmm. And try to include photographic evidence. Great. And now it's time for... <laughs> mystery, mystery Player! Each week I reveal a clue about a certain mystery player and I'll be revealing who that is on next week's show. So guys, after you've listened to this, members of the Discord forum... You get one chance, or one chance only, to send me a name. Send me a private message on the Discord server of who you think this player is, if you care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've given several clues up until this point. There's one more clue now, and that is, this player, during his NBA career, wore two different numbers. Mm. During his NBA career? So it doesn't count college or high school or anything like that? Uh, It it might do. I don't know. But But, I mean, for sure, two different For sure for the NBA. He, He wore two different numbers. Interesting. So that's it. There's your clues. Yeah, again, I know I say this every week, but it can't. I was going to say, like, he was drafted, and I'd say his draft number. But if I say that, that immediately gives people a list of everyone yeah, yeah, who was picked, say, for example, 13th. It wasn't 13th. But if it was, you get a list of... It could be, though, now. No, it's definitely not. Okay. But if, you, if it was 13th, you could get a list of the last 30 years, you know, people who were drafted 13th and... Cross-referencing with the other clues. Exactly. I can't do that. No, so no, no, no. I know this is a tough one, and no one may get it but it's a good prize I'm giving away so you know it's is it good. one of the things from the rock tin bag I gave you no I might as well reveal it I'm gonna 
print t-shirts with the team logo of the person on it. Wow, that's way better than regifting the thing I bought you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I was hoping to get rid of that Lakers coaster. It's quite large. Uh, but that's that's awesome. That's I hope the Makasi win then. As I said all along, they have the best. I like the Lunar Lobbyist too. A lot of good logos. There's a lot of good ones. Hmm. Okay, except for mine. <laughs> Which is my favorite. I'm getting yours printed up for you regardless <laughs> of whatever okay so before we go into the packs should we quickly look at our current rosters absolutely I want to look at my roster and I'm talk about what I need and who I who I want so this is week 10 big decisions Pete well not They're... really big decision I've narrowed down what I need looking for another shooting guard no I need <laughs> I'm looking for a big uh, my team as currently constructed on the point should I go starting position or positions or how do you want me to say it I want to hear your starters well that's still under wraps but i guess from like just you know what there's only 10 there's only nine at the moment so okay. just, just give me all of them so we've got gary payton and tim hardaway reggie miller and latrell spreewell antoine walker mm. badass antoine walker and sharif abdul rahim mm. and then in the glenn or i'm sorry i i don't have glenn rice that's like from the other day grant hill scotty pippen and Shaq. So I need one more big to you, round it out. You need a big lump. That's what we've said before. You need... Rick Smits came up last week in my pack. You need... That's, that'd be ideal for you, wouldn't it? Well, ideal? I'll take a lot of different players. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, uh, I'm hoping to see Tim Duncan or Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing's what I really want. Just out of... I just love the guy. I warned you last week. Yeah. If you get an all-star center come up, I'm throwing the card at you. No, you're not. You're not going to throw anything at me because you're going to get some bullshit player yourself so that's what the blockers have and it's time to fine tune it who are you, what do you got and what do you want so you need a backup center me so my current team as stands i've got jason kidd yeah got nick van exel yeah got alan iverson Ooh, baby i got vince carter kevin garnett hakeem olajuwon got tracy mcgrady chris weber and vin baker so looking at that team you need a big two not really, because Kevin Garnett is seven foot, nor He's near like enough. Ninety-eight pounds. I've got Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah. I got Kevin Garnett. And I got Vin Baker. You know, and I've got Chris Webber. I got size. I've got size. Chris Webber was the leading rebounder in the league at this point. He's, he's fine. He's what six ten, six eleven. Well, he then can, I've he got a backup in. center. Then who? I've got Sharif Abdul Rahim. He's a finesse player. He's not. You don't have anyone who's he like a power center. in the punt. No, he, he did Antoine not. Antoine Walker could slide in there, and he cannot. He was always by the bench or the three point line. You're right. This is the thing on the game. Technically, Kevin Garnett is listed as a small forward. He was. And if that's the case, I got the greatest starting five of all time. I got. Jason Kidd, Alan Iverson, Kevin Garnett, Chris Webber, Hakeem Olajuwon, which is great. Uh, However, I wouldn't say it's the best, but um, okay. It's up there. But you know what? So I either need, I, I can go either way. I still need a backup guard, I feel, because I've got Jason Kidd, Alan Iverson, Nick Van Exel. Hopefully, between those three, they can cover it, but mm, I don't have another one. Yeah. T-Mac maybe is small forward slash guard, but again, he's a young T-Mac. We don't know. So I'm, I'd be happy with another shooting guard. I mentioned last week I'd like Eddie Jones. Well, that'd be such a great pickup. That'd be a great pickup. Or, like you said, I wouldn't be displeased if I got another center, another backup who's not going to get too much I minutes, don't think so. you have a true big. I think you... you Hakeem Olajuwon? I mean, a backup, I mean. So, I mean, like, I think you have, you, have a, you have a dearth of forwards. 
You have too many forwards. Yeah, but I've got ones that I feel can adequately cover that. But I, again, on the Dreamcast, I don't know if someone listed as small forward would be a good center. I think it's what's impressive about me if I get a center today, as I did it by the book, just like I said I would. And I still have an awesomely constructed team. Two point guards, two shooting guards, two small forwards, two power forwards, and two centers. Expertly done. We're just like, well, I've got a lot of different groups that I'm just hoping to hodgepodge together. Shut the f up. Let's open packs. All right. Is that yours? Are you just going to grab it? No, there's two packs left. So the winner of the Junkin, it's 5 4 to me at the moment. Yeah, well, it's 5 5 now. Saishou, good. Junkin, boy, Aiko, shut up. I lost again. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured that would happen. So you get home court again. So it's never actually going to be, it's well, always going to have an asterisk. You're always going to have that one little thing that, well, I got lucky on Junkin. So. Firstly, how dare you? You don't know what you're up against. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I'm going to reference my favorite Michael Caine quote. Do you know who Michael Caine is? Of course, he's a, uh, a Batman something something. That's the worst Michael Caine wait, impression wait, I've ever uh, heard. Hold on, I can do a better one. Um, Master Bruce. That's not bad for an older, the older Michael Caine. Yeah, the old one. But I'm going to give you one of his quotes from one of my favorite movies of his, Get Carter. Okay. You're a big bad, but you're out of shape. With me, it's a full-time job. Now behave yourself. <laughs> That's a lot better than, than I mine. do this for a living. I, I'll have you know, I have to book the gym, our basketball court. I have to compete against about 10 other teams each month to get our spots. And do you know how they determine who gets there? Paper, rock, scissors, junkin. I'm built for this. I train for this. I go up in the mountains and sit. And don't ever think you were going to win this matchup. I, I let it get close. I let it get interesting. I'm in your mind. I'm I'm there. I'm camping out in there. I know I know he's gonna pick You're scissors. Rent or, free. Yeah, exactly. I, I, know, I know that's Yeah, well okay, well then season three I'm not doing any more junk and shit for home court advantage. I didn't know you were built for it. I didn't know that you were practicing in the mountains and doing it every week. It's a whole world of pain. You don't well, want no part of it. We're gonna switch that up then. Yeah. I'm not letting something as important as home court advantage go to something that you have such an advantage in. Can we just clarify what junkin is? I'm sure people know by now. No, but... I wanna keep it to their imagination. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, don't, I want them to think, what do you do in the mountains? <laughs> Is that the pack you, you want right there? You already you already bent that one before the show opened. You would have grabbed it, so I'm not trading. This, this is like this is like. Uh, do you have deal or no deal in the states? Yeah, well, it's the old game show, right? This is my pack. Oh, you already snapped yours. You got doesn't greedy. Matter. Yes, matter. it does. You can't just start snapping packs and then say I don't want this one. Packs no, no, have no. not been opened. The point no, of no. junking is you choose your pack. You already chose it. You're just flinging it around. You grabbed it before you even junk. You were doing the junkin with the pack in your hand. You what is only two? It's only two. <laughs> That's uh, your pack. Just deal with it. You, this is what fate conspired. You shouldn't have grabbed it first. Jeez, you Louise. Greedy little. This is what I get for winning the junk can. I get, I'm very I get mad that about taken, it. taken away from me. Then I get to choose my pack. You What's picked it up. On? What are you doing with it? I think there should be a rule next time. They should be under lock and key until the junkins decided. You can't just grab okay. a man's pack. Don't okay. look at it. These are mine. Give that back oh, to yeah. me. What are you doing? I forgot. All right. Anyway, before. E Whoa. I turn on a bright light. Before Ian gets greedy and opens the rest of this shit. Wait, 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 I didn't get to open a pack yet. You don't get to open both. You bastard. What's going on? <laughs> Could you let me have some fun on this episode? The I whole point it. was, here's what's supposed to happen. Let me pull back the curtain, Ian. Uh, okay. We're supposed to switch the packs and then open them. The whole joy is opening the pack. You opened yeah. yours. Flung well, I was, just I, was just getting, I was just getting the wrapper off for <laughs> you because I'm a decent guy. <laughs> then you took my pack and opened it. Okay, okay, Ian, enough of my belly aching. You beat me in John Ken. You've picked your pack. Whether I agree with it or not, it doesn't matter. Do you know why? Why? It's week 10. It is week 10. I think we need to have a sufficient amount of excitement that these are the last 20 players we're going to get. And you're relying very heavily 
yes. in one single position. Well, what if one doesn't come up? A center. Uh, We're gonna get a center. What's gonna happen? Ian, you're so stupid. Not only is the center gonna come up, uh-huh. I'm gonna kick your ass with him. Okay. So don't you worry about a goddamn thing. You should be more concerned with your own affairs. Okay? Do you even know who your players are? All right. So for the, don't even answer that. For the last time, after for the the last time in season ten. Season 10? Season 2. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I hope we're still going in season 10. We won't but, uh, be. I think you'll all have killed you by then. <laughs> or you would have fired me. Okay, give me it like you mean it. All right, this is the... Okay, this is the last time you, 10. This is the last time you can piss off my neighbours. Oh. Take advantage of it. All right. The week 10 selection to the packs! That'll do it. I think that's enough. I'm going to read yours first. How about that? I'm switching it up. Just... Yes, whatever the f- you gotta do. And this is what you get for your treachery. I'll take it. You get Detlef Schrempf. Ooh, that th- is a shot to the heart. I, that does hurt. He's come up before. He's been picked before, probably by the Juggalos. <laughs> I'm not, not going to check, but I'm guessing <laughs> I'm that's who's sure got him. I'm pretty sure got him, yeah. Uh, joining the league in 85-86. This is his, we'll be coming into his 15th season, 14th season. Uh, last season, 15 points a game, 7.4 rebounds, 3.7 assists. So still can be utilized. The two-time NBA Sixth Man Award winner collected mm. his 15,000th career point against the Trailblazers on April 28, 1999. In August, he signed as a free agent for that team. That's pretty impressive. That he signed for the Trailblazers? No, that he scored 15,000 points in his career. I gotta say. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Oh my god, I ruined it. That's really bad. So, I probably should have let you dealt back and forth. That way I could have had this guy who I I just requested a minute ago. Mm. So, this actually could have been mine had you not done some weird Jedi mind trick on me. You're the one who demanded these certain packs. I I got no choice. I won the junk and I got no choice in what pack I selected. You took over that choice from me. You did get the choice. You got Patrick Ewing. And I accidentally, I I literally in my rage. tore his face off. More. It's the entire statistic. (laughs) Can you read what you can make out on the back of the card? Here you go. You ready? During the Ewing Beck player ever and 10,000. He begged for 10,000 or he, scored. he did come into the league in 85, 86. So he's a, he's a guy with Detlef who's been in the league for quite some time. He's been drafted before. People were excited about Patrick Ewing. He's made his return. And had I gone with what you'd suggested, he'd now be a Kansas blocker. But no. instead, he may be a jammer. There's a very good chance. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, of course. Your next player. Yeah. Ron Mercer. Oh, the Merce man's come up. I said that he was famously on the Pacers, and everyone was like, uh, are you sure? He was. May have been. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to take your word for that. I, I can't remember. But yeah, uh, I'll take your word for that. Now, he's currently just... Can I get a trade alert? It's been a while. Trade alert! Trade alert! After playing two seasons with the Boston Celtics and averaging 15.9 points a game across those Ooh. two. Last season, 17 points, 3.8 rebounds, and 2.5 assists. He has now moved to the Denver Nuggets. Mercer poured in a career-best 35 points on 15 of 24 shorts. I can't What speak. the hell was that? <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> Mercer poured in a career-best 35 points on 15 of 24 shooting against the Denver Nuggets on March. It's another one. He has a good game against someone, or he gets some kind of mm. career-best against someone, and they sign him. The Denver oh. Nuggets... Oh, that's right. Who was the other player? Was it this? There was someone. Well, we just mentioned Detlef got his fifteen thousand point the against the team, and they were like, yeah. "We'll take him." Yeah. But you're right. There was someone who dropped like an. In- it was from season one, wasn't it? I can't remember who I, it was. Yeah, now. I remember you telling me the story that like he did so good that they basically scouted him, and then they said, "You're on us now." Yeah. I, or it I may have been remember. an Essex jammer versus Kansas block. We switched a few. <laughs> it may well have been, but yeah, Ron Mercer. Not quite what we're looking for. Your second player that you may or may not draft. 
is a Eddie legend. He ran the Madison Square Garden court for quite some time. He had a mustache you love to hate. Mr. John Starks. Oh, okay. Not a bad player. I was thinking John, of players that were actually in the movie Eddie. I, I just keep thinking he is. I think I made the same <laughs> joke he last might time. Be. I don't think he is. I can't a remember. former NBA All-Star and Sixth Man Award winner, Starks set a record for the most three-pointers in a three-game NBA playoff. I can't read series 14. He's he currently at the Golden State Warriors. Holy sh! I ripped, ripped it. Yeah, that card it's, to it's pieces. Really, Your rage knows no bounds. No one is safe from my pettiness. That's why they call me Petty Pete. Do you know who's equally petty? Oh, I like this. This might be a good blocker. They call him Petty Paul. Petty Paul Pierce. He is Hold quite on. petty. He did get stabbed eleven times. Now some people drafted him. <laughs> that is not an excuse for his pettiness. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. He, um, he made a. What was his quote last week? Luca's got a lot of Paul Pierce in it. That is absurd. He did not say that. Hold on. Let's let Google come to our rescue. Again, this was just a headline I saw. It's probably taken out of context as these things usually are. Well, but I Paul just wanna... Pierce, like I think you've mentioned on several occasions, he's the guy who just can't he just can't let it be known that he isn't the best. He doesn't like he's very sure of himself still. You know, he was great. He was. He was very good. Like we said before, he was the all-time leading scorer for the Boston Celtics. That's insane. However, you've got to have a bit of humility about you. If you're going on post-career, let let people say this guy's great. Don't constantly compare him to yourself. And that scene, every time I see Paul Pierce on TV, he seems to hold that. He can't quite let go and be comfortable with other players being good. He always seems to take it as a personal insult. Yeah, he also pooped himself and got wheelchaired out of there. He also has the greatest highlight of all time. He does? Well, he threw his headband into the crowd and someone threw it straight back at him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I maybe do want him. Maybe that that's a Kansas blocker. I bet that'd be at home too. That's the sad thing. Okay, let's see. Uh, Paul Pierce sparks strong reactions with Luka Doncic comment. Second one, Paul Pierce is dead wrong in his comparison with Luka Doncic. So you can see. Uh, I mean... But yeah, he basically... What did he say? Let's, can we get an exact quote? I, I just... That's a terrible comparison. He reminds me of me. That's awful. Luca is way has far more potential than Paul Pierce ever had. He got a lot of me in him. Seriously though, it looks slow and lethargic, but he always gets there. He's a better passer, but as far as scoring ability, me and him got a lot in common. That is a step forward for Paul Pierce because he's yeah. acknowledged that he's a better <laughs> passer. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you, Paul. Anyway, you got the truth. Um, which it's a young truth. Yeah. However, it's a young truth that scored 16.5 points a game in his rookie year last year. Pierce was a unanimous selection for the 98-99 NBA All-Rookie First Team, placing 10th in the league in three-point field goal percentage of the whole league, not just rookies. Pretty good stat to have. Um, your third player, Mr. Ian Rudd, is currently a member of the Essex Jammers and a former member of the Kansas Blockers. He's a guy you love to hate, but he serves a mean cup of joe. It's Vinny B, okay. Vin the Baker Baker. The guy's got his own MJ shoe. You're in the team, Vin. You don't need to keep coming trying you don't need to keep trying out each week. You're in you made the cut. Well here's we, the I'm as surprised as you are, but you made the cut. He's in it. And uh this is a reminder, even though Ian already drafted Vin Baker, he's absolutely available to all other teams playing in the Sheriff Classic, much like Sharif Abdul Rahim. Exactly. Other times this has come up. For anyone playing in the Sheriffville Classic, we shouldn't be clarifying this at week 10, but well, <laughs> I just feel in like case. We, we neglected, we didn't say it enough in the beginning. But the only players you can't pick are two that come up in both of our packs in the same week. So, for example, if Patrick Ewing was to come up in the pack that I'm reading now, Pete's pack, then neither of us would be able to pick him and no one at home could pick him either. Right. The only other stipulation is if he's already on your team. That's yeah, it. You can't have two That's literally bakers. it. But for me and Pete, we're going against each other. So, I mean, we're going directly against each other. So we can't have players that are on both rosters. That's an extra little thing just for us. So, okay. Vinny B, he's got the coffee game. 
cornered for your team, supplying him with energy and a little bit of positivity, but he's not going to be better than my next guy. Your, was it, fourth player. You're quite right. He's certainly not better than your next player. Oh. However, uh, that's not a good sign. He's not only a member okay. of the Essex Chambers. <laughs> he's the best member of the Essex Chambers. Is it KG? And I'm quite insulted oh, that AI? he's even trying out for your team. Alan, what are you doing, mate? Yeah. <laughs> You've already got a spot. There he is. Look at Alan. Man, that looks so cool. He's, yeah. he's, I can't believe I hated him so much. Sorry, he can't. Uh, you can't pick him. People at home, you can. People are going to be happy with that. But Oh, you that's can't true. Pick that's him. true. Yeah. So if they backed my pack... They have, a, they have a crack at AI. You can get AI, yeah. Wow, that's a huge pickup. As long as it's not already on your team. So right. You, is there any consolation that you've been redeemed in the... No, it's the, not. I don't like any of these people. You they, actively try and sabotage the packs, I heard. I, I, I wish I could have nine bad players and one good one. <laughs> the answer led the NBA in scoring and minutes played per game during the 98-99 regular season and also led the league in, in playoff scoring. 28.5 a game. One of your lucky picks up. Just think... It, that's how close it was. He only came up twice, week ten and like week four, mm. and he could have been a could have been mine. You never know how these things are going to turn out because now I look here, right in front. You got Patrick Ewing, you get Vin Baker. Does your luck have no end? Corliss Williamson is trying out. <laughs> he, we, we, we laugh. He However, was actually pretty good. He has made it onto a team. I, last last time I heard, he was last spotted in Kowloon, checking in at Hong Kong airport. Is that the one where, is, is, correct me if I'm wrong, Darren Wong, the owner or the GM of the Kowloon Street Fighters. He, he's basically the, should we just get him on here every week yeah. now? Yeah. So <laughs> he, but segment. am I right saying that he posted a picture of him holding 11 basketballs? That was called Is he the basketball so, boy? Is he just like the, helping out the team? Well, he's in Kowloon. He's trying out. He's doing his best. Well, Corliss Williamson can be yours. He was a, uh, uh, one of the keys to Sacramento's run to the NBA playoffs. That's all I'm going to give him. He did score 13 a game, and he had f- almost four boards. So, I mean, look, in a pinch, he can do. He's a, he's a forward, so Corliss can be yours. Now, come on, Ian. I need a big. It's week 10. Let's get these things on track. He's not big. All right. In fact, he might be the smallest player in the league. Jeez. He's come up every week i think Muggsy so far Bogues, mookie blaylock it's damon stoudemire oh uh, he hasn't come up that often has he <laughs> well in, in season one between season one and now i'd say he's come up he's come up a lot over 20 weeks he has come up at least five times damon stoudemire um playing at the portland trailblazers the former nba rookie of the year was the first collegiate draft in the history of the toronto raptors franchise We've spoken about him way too much, so I'm not going to give. Did any hit more the about biggest him. shot of any shot of all. Well, MJ and him, I'd say, the, hit the two clutchest shots in season one of our video game simulation. Yeah, yeah. Not in real life. <laughs> I feel like in our heads, these events have actually they bled into they reality. merge into yeah. reality. Yeah. Well, you got yourself a. Uh, you said you wanted a a guard as like a backup. I mean, this guy is definitely respectable. He's been in the league since '88, '89. He's uh, he hit the game winning shot. For the Spurs, with seven seconds left in the NBA on the SNES. title clinching game five victory over the New York Knicks, he's the little general. Avery Johnson's back. I finally got his nickname right. Yeah, because who? It. Not Nate McMillan. Yeah, <laughs> Avery Johnson uh, of the San Antonio Spurs. You know, he, if you're talking about a guy who's come up in season one and, and in season two enough, we're getting a lot of repeats. I mean, it's always going to be the case week ten. No, not necessarily, but 
there's always a good chance but it seems like every player so far has come up I think before. that's why we really need a couple more to come up that would really benefit me because I've already given you this cool handshake I've got you I got Patrick you. Ewing. okay great let me just put him on my team oh he turned down the contract he's come up before Christian Leitner definitely a peak player oh, I don't like gets him. his own rebounds to make up a triple double Ricky Davis Ricky Davis I don't is want back Ricky again. Davis on my team man 4.5 points a game last season how much 4.5 that's awful how did he reach triple doubles? 1.8 rebounds. It's nine 0.8 of those a game because he <laughs> threw it off the backboard to himself. Yeah, well, it's very early in his career. He was a rookie last year. He's at the Charlotte Hornets. Do you want me to read any more? No, I'm on? okay with Ricky Davis. Okay, that was your and let it be known, card. it wasn't that he threw it off the backboard to get his own rebound. Like, like maybe some guys do that to do like a dunk cool thing. It was on his own goal. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even the right side of the court. Yeah, That's insanity. I know who the Kraken are picking this week. It's true if they backed me. Uh, again, I should have let you gone with the pack that you chosen because I would have had a chance to get another guy that I requested in the past. I don't think you'll choose him over Ewing, but he's another big who I would gladly have on my team. You got the big man himself, Arvidas Sabonis. Hey! Good to have him back. You called him last week. You I wanted did. him. I didn't know that this would be like this accursed... I'm just going to rip it off like a Band-Aid. Oh, that was good. Okay. Satisfying. Um, it's too bad because I really should have... I'm never going to forgive you for holding the pack in your hand before we could actually, you know. Don't put this on me. I have to. You I have to are in someone. control of that whole situation. The, in a poll of NBA.com users, so all eight of them in 99-2000, Sabonis was voted the, the international player who made the biggest worldwide impact in the modern era. Over to the Saruna skipper. Who's better? Yeah. Him or his son? Well, I mean, the jury's still out, right? But I think his son has a ton of potential. I love watching him. Well, he's, a, he's he was an all-star last year. Yeah. Averages like 22 points a game. Certainly one of the best uh, up-and-coming kind of young players in the NBA. I Will he be so. better than his dad? I hope he is, but I mean, Arvidas... I Arvidas really was like... more fun to watch, for yeah. sure. Talked a lot about it a few weeks ago, but we got him in the NBA towards the end of his career, and it was kind of... It was kind of fun looking at a guy who looks like, I don't know, just a regular Joe just on the NBA basketball court. I mean, he's seven foot tall, but if you took that away, just kind of looks a little bit out of shape. A little bit. But then he's throwing like passes behind his head and stuff like that. And one of the best passing big men of all time. So He just, he just looks cool to me. And I, I think, about it. is he part of the Cheryl Fulcrack? Did he get drafted? Maybe he didn't. I don't think he got picked because it's the same week as Shaq, perhaps, or something like that. I thought like there that. was one Sabonis picker, but I maybe I don't think I feel think like so. maybe Yeah, not. we'll have to take a look. Maybe this week will be different. Okay, your next player is you wanted a big i got a big it is a big let's go vitaly potapenko oh little <laughs> comes up every pick it's funny you know russian joke can i tell you please one vladimir potapenko deserves another vladimir potapenko oh no this is you showed me a different man. player yeah, i did <laughs> russian jokes we all like to make joke i have a uh, uh, vladimir stepania okay Oh, they're all the same to you, are they? These well, big, these big you know, I, it's just uh, not quite, but... Uh, all right, let's compare European well, my, first bigs. First of all, mine's from Georgia, not the USSR. Georgia? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, He's a southern belle. What's his, what's his name? His name was Vladimir Stepania. Vladimir Stepania? There he is, <laughs> from Georgia. He's a... I'm not going to do the accent. No, I? no, I think we've done enough accents. I thought <laughs> I had Should we compare tempo. obscure European big men? Sure. Last season, points per game. Rookie, add six. Uh, ten. Okay. Rebounds per game. Three. Six point six. And then finally, assists per game. Yeah, less than one. Okay, well... <laughs> 
<laughs> but to be fair, although you sound like an 80-year-old Russian man, yeah, you've, been, you've only been in the league one year. So <laughs> been you know, only you one year. Uh, however, this is the third year for Vitaly Potapenko. Well, this is his first year. Uh, he is seven feet tall, my guy, and he, he's listed as a center. Okay, mine's 6'10 and also listed as a center. So you do have a center. Yeah, well... Um, Maybe not the one Potapinko. you want. So who's my next guy? Because I accidentally read Vladimir Stepanya for you. Okay, so card number one, two, three. Sorry, that four. was uh, yeah. It's all right. We're trying to get in the habit of calling out the card numbers, and we'll do that in future that's seasons. Gonna be, that's going to take me a while to oh, use. Oh, me too. To. I've, I've only said it once. I think. Okay. <laughs> two, three. Your eighth card. Oh man, you this didn't is... give me a single big to. Ch- I don't even have anybody to pick. You've got three cards. But left. I don't have anybody in this pack. I'm Detlef. That's the, that, that's the best player you've listed so far. Besides AI. Yeah. The bad times keep on rolling with Randall Jackson. (sighs) Of course. Okay. Randall Jackson was a member of the 98 All-National Invitational Tournament team after leaving Florida State to the championship game. That's cool. This is his second year. Last season, you're not going to be impressed. 4.2 points a game, two rebounds, 0.3 assists. He is a forward. Randall Jackson. Cool name. Yeah. I've always liked the name Randall. Mm. It's a cool name. And Jackson has that nice... Jackson sound to it more than any other surname yeah, I'd say yeah I would say so uh, but you have like Phil Jackson Michael Jackson famously <laughs> <laughs> that's the one yeah that's one of the two yeah. I was thinking I was trying to keep it on topic and on brand with the NBA oh uh, Bobby Jackson there it is there Bobby Jackson um, Steven Jackson he was good yeah uh, well, is he good no <laughs> <laughs> you have another cool guy like this guy he's not good um, he's a forward but I mean he's not bad he's definitely serviceable I, I've given him three different ratings but he's got like a private eye name to me like a private dick if I had to go and I was like I need you I think my wife's cheating on me can you tailor and figure out where she's been by his name or by the way he looks uh, like, by his name Mr. Anthony Mason private eye he's, he was in Eddie wasn't he was he is he kind of kind of he's a big picture? he's a big lump yeah, he was in Eddie. He was one. He was one, the starting forward Eddie for the Knicks. Actually, Potapenko might have been the center. <laughs> they had a big European guy who, when he gets subbed in, forgot to pull off his tracksuit bombs and falls over oh, himself. God, and, uh, that's who my backup center is going to be. That's currently your your best choice. Yeah. Well, Anthony Mason, Mace works as hard as anyone in the NBA. The former NBA Sixth Man Award winner has twice led the league in minutes played per game. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, Anthony Mason was was a very solid. Well, powerful. I mean, he averaged 13 and 10 last year. Yeah. And he also, the year before that, the, the last full season, 16 and 12. How long had he been in the league at this he point? He came into the league in 89-90 for the Nets. He played for the Nuggets, the Knicks, and the Hornets. Yeah. He went to Tennessee State. He's the pride of Miami, Florida. 6'8", 250, yeah. private him, Anthony him, Mason. Him and Oak are like the synonymous with the uh, yeah. 80s, 90s Knicks for me. I need it. Come on, man. I have two more. you got two more. I don't know who the bottom one is. I'm going to try and... What is the top one bad? Well, he's very good, but he's not. A, he's a guard. He's a point guard. Mm, I don't need a point guard. This is a player who I think is very underrated because if we were drafting, this is one of those players that if we were drafting these cards when these cards actually came out in this era, he'd be one of the better point guards. We'd be going crazy over guys like this, not guys like Steve okay, Nash. Okay, so wait, let me think. You mean a guy? It's it's not someone legendary like Penny, so it'd have to be. He's come up before. I, I'd like to bring up his credentials. It's Kenny Anderson. Oh yeah, I don't think he's New that York, good. New York Street Ball legend. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I don't think he's. I don't think I'd be hyped even in ninety nine, two thousand. You don't think? Well, I mean, over Steve Nash, sure, because I don't know who he's. I mean, I know who Steve Nash is. Right, but. right. But well, this is Kenny Anderson, no longer at the Nets. Uh, he went to Blaze after that, but now he's at the Celtics. So he's a six foot one point guard. 
Uh, I'm going to read out the blurb on his back. Anderson was one of the best high school players in recent memory. His jersey has been retired uh, and hangs in the Basketball Hall of Fame? Well, he's still playing. This card is half ripped, so I can't okay. really make that. But that's... Can you do a better job? Can you yeah, read yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I'm an I'm a English teacher. Anderson was one of the best high school players in recent memory. His jersey... Vlada Patenko hangs in the basketball flames of glory. There you, there you go. go. Thank From you. From Queens, New York. That's him. Um, not bad, although, can I see his card one more time? I'm just kind of curious. Sure. These have cool backgrounds, I just realized, after week 10. Well, he's got 13 points again. He is pretty good. Came in the league in 91-92. Sweet. Your next guy is... Uh, what was it? Jerry Krause's? He had his eye on him for so long. Tony Kukoc. Yeah, okay. Tony Kukoc. Thank you. <laughs> um, you forgot to answer in the form of a question, so I'm sorry we can't allow it. Uh, Kukoc scored his 5,000th NBA Obscure points. European basketball players for 200, please. But he's not obscure, sorry. No, he's, he's not. I was going to say, his name is uh, synonymous with Russia, even though he's from Georgia. Stepanya Vladimir. So this is actually Tony Kukoc. From Croatia. You're right. The Croatian sensation. And the Pink Panther randomly. I don't like that mm, yeah. one. Uh, he finished 18th in the NBA in scoring during the 98-99 season, taking over as the Bulls' go-to man. He never really had a bad season. He always averaged at least 10 to 12 a game. He's getting into. He's really getting into his best at 19 per game, eight boards, five assists. If you can go 18, 9, and 5, that's a great player to have on your team. Mm-hmm. He is a forward. And my last card, I'm never going to forget you. No, not forget. I will forget you someday. Forgive you unless it's a big. It's a point guard. Bye bye. I'm leaving. I'll see you later. <laughs> and you know what? I'm filing this this particular this particular episode. I'm playing under protest. Here we go. I am. I'm just letting you know. I'll explain it more after we we finish this last. Oh, Who's this last okay. crappy player? Daryl Armstrong. Oh, cool. Don't you already have him or something? I don't. Someone picked him. No, oh, cool. He's on. A, he's. Uh, do you want to hear more about Daryl? I guess. Uh, Armstrong last season became the first player to ever be named as the NBA Most Improved Player and to be captured and to capture the Sixth Man Award. Thirteen point eight points a game last season and six point seven assists. Who got? Oh, your last guy. Let me take a look. Uh, I was already trying to book my cab ride home. I'm not too interested <laughs> in staying here any longer. He's always like the last pack guy. I remember because I remember this card's like in good shape because the last card's always clean because it can't be ripped yeah he's some magic ho-hum dorcas man from las vegas nevada he's the second season he was drafted by the suns it's pat garrity oh yeah pat garrity tallied a game high 25 points and 11 of 16 shooting to go with seven rebounds during a 110 84 phoenix victory over the san antonio spurs he doesn't even play for phoenix on the back Very of the card does he look like he's saying dude where's my car yeah, yeah that's, that's the, the one. one yeah okay so okay these are. This is upsetting because I want it to be reminded. I just want to go over this. If we, if we could, if you guys could have seen it, you're blaming me for saying it's clearly your fault. But carry on. We'll uh, go, we'll I go. think that I predicted correctly that I got Patrick Ewing. I did, <laughs> and that was actually for me. The mistake I made was I o- slightly opened a pack and then handed it across to you rather than handing it across no, to you and letting that. you open it. I okay. Want you, if I, I haven't been recording, I wish I could have. You, okay. When 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 before we started the Jonkin. You mm. grabbed a pack inexplicably in your hand, and you were holding it while John Kenny. And I thought, this is bizarre. And then you beat me. Pre- that was predictable. And then you you, you started doubting about your pack. Well, no, I was making the choice then. Doesn't no, it? no, and then you held it, and you go, oh, I kind of want that other pack now. And you're, you're fondling it, and you're crinkling it, and you even snapped it. Regardless of where the card... Like, there are literally two cards on the deck. So I... I I thought I pick one up, you pick one up, and then whoever wins the junk, and then we switch it. We'll make the choice on which one. The fact that it was in my hands is 
it doesn't make a difference to the mindset. Then you lost the, the thing. It was my pack to choose. And then you were like, but then, no, 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 that's my point, though, is yeah. that you, you, you grabbed it and snapped it. It was a mind yeah, game. You tricked me. It was not my game at all. Because if I, if I had, you know, maybe I should have traded you then, and then I would have had your second This is the thing is, but you shouldn't have pack. had the option to choose. You blocked my choice of choosing. I know. You, should, you lost the junk in. I know. Your choice is out of the thing. Regardless of if it's on my desk or my bed, in my pocket it doesn't matter you, it was not your decision to make but, however let me put your mind at rest yeah as i was feeling these and i was and i did have it you're right i did pick one pack up out of the two on the desk so i thought there were two left as i was feeling it and i was making the i was i was playing a bit of tennis in my head back and forth do i want this one in my hand do i want to go for that one and that's why i said it's kind of like uh deal or no deal because you can swap back and forth with the final two boxes who's going it all comes to mind games and i'd made the conscious decision 100 swear on my life i'd made the decision to stick with the one I had. And then... To me, you're rubbing it around. You're, you have it stuffed down your trousers. And then you're like, ah, I want to switch it. Here you go. I don't want to... But you, I wouldn't have switched it. I was but making you tried. A, I had to convince you not to. No, 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 no. I was, uh, no, I was saying I might... Well, I was still making a decision. I didn't oh, okay. say give me that one. I was making it. And I swear I would have chosen the one in my head. Because I was doing them in my head. I was thinking... I, was, I tell you what I was coming down to. What would I feel the worst about if I did switch it and then it turned out the other one was the better one? That would hurt more than the other way around. So I did mm. come to the conscious decision... This is interesting to no one. <laughs> and I apologize for picking them oh, up no. beforehand. I, you threw out the whole feng shui of my no, pick. You're being a bad, you're being a bad packer. A pack, Petty packer. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. It was a thrilling 10 weeks. To those who backed me, congratulations. You actually had a fantastic week. Some of them got AI. I'd say almost all of them, unless all they already them, had it. Exactly. Yeah. It's really unfortunate, because I, I could have had Sabonis or Ewing. That would have been nice. So. Mm. Those have been the guys you're looking for. What's crazy is, can I see those cards really quick? I don't think a single center came up besides Patapatenko, which is wild because last week I had a choice between, uh, who was it? It was an aged big man and Latrell Sprewell, and I was immediate. It was McDyess, and I was like, I got it. Centers come up all the time. Mm. I guess they do. All right, so you're, uh, I have to read yours first. No, you read mine first. Okay, Kansas Blockers, you're on the clock. In no particular order. Kenny Anderson, Allen Iverson who you can't choose, but the people at home can. Daryl Armstrong, Randall Jackson, Vitaly Potopenko, Ricky Davis, Damon Stoudemire, Paul Pierce, Ron Mercer, Detlef Schrempf. Who are you going with? These are so bad. This is the worst pack I think we've ever opened. Can I see all the cards? <laughs> okay. Can you think of a worse pack? Uh, mine last week might have been worse. I would take Vin uh, Baker. Two weeks ago. I would take him over any of these guys. Yeah. Over, for sure. Over Paul Pierce. Yeah, Paul Pierce is like 12 years old in this pack. All right, let me take a look at... Ooh, barf. Kenny Anderson's probably your best player. I mean, AI, of course. I got to do some extra research here. I want to see if Vitaly Patapatenko has ever played a game. A few moments later... Oh, it tells you how to pronounce his name. Vitaly Potapenko, 610280. He was a two-time Ukrainian champion and first-team all <laughs> Did Detlef ever play center? I don't think so. But he was also like 6'10", wasn't he? Yeah, 6'10", 235. How about Antoine Walker? Did he ever touch the center? <laughs> He's just a power forward. He was 6'9", 250. Five minutes later. You gotta go with Potopenko. He's terrible. He's absolutely dreadful. I cannot have him touch the floor. I can't. You know that. He would just get murdered you by Patrick Shaq, Ewing. Shaq's not going to be he can only sitting play out much. 99, 2000 Shaq? Yeah. 
was averaging 40 minutes a game. That's incredible. It's not going to sit that much. <laughs> Your 10th man at the end. I know you don't have other players that can fit in at centre. I don't think he's going to see the court much if you pick Potapenko. What if Shaq gets into early foul trouble, two quick fouls? You're telling me Potapenko's going to have to hold down the fort for the whole game? It's, it's, a, it's a risk, isn't it? How bad can Vitaly Potapenko even be? I mean, he can't be that bad, can he? What if he's like a 62? Five minutes later. Wow, it's already past midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut our last 35-minute conversation. Well, Don't it worry. was kind of fascinating stuff we were talking about. I mean, like, unfortunately, this is so bad. P Patapenko is probably not... Even though he's in the right position, he's just too... He's too bad. So it was between Pata Patinko and Detlef Schrempf. And I'm going, a lot of people don't know this. Detlef, he was on my team last year. He was a Kansas blocker. He mm. ethered me into the ground with his bad play, which is fine. because he's. But he's a big guy. He's 6'10". Sixth man of the year, all-star, two-time all-star as well, I think. Maybe more. Uh, he's in, this is his last chance at a ring. And you're right, he's 6'10". He's, a lot of people think he's, shoot, uh, he's smaller because he was a shooter. So he, he'd be, you'd link him with being a small forward. Oh, he could play power forward. He was, like I said, 6'10". Look, he's built like a brick house. Look at that card. You see the muscles on oh, him? Oh, yeah. So I think that's not a bad. So he's probably your second tallest player as well. So here's the good news. I'm going to take, uh, with my final pick, yeah. the 10th spot. We'll go back to a, a guy who kept the team together, Detlef Schrempf. It's disappointing. Now, Mr. Ian Rudd, mm. the champion of season one. The pressure is on. With the pack from your trousers that you rubbed all over your tank, you son of a bitch, in no particular order. Patrick Ewing, John Starks, Vin the Baker Baker cannot be selected, but he was in your pack. Corliss Williams, son. Avery Johnson. Williams' his son. Arvidas Sabonis, Vladimir Stepanya. Anthony Mason, Tony Kukoc, or Pat Garrity, should I just hand you Patrick Ewing right now? Well, see, this is the thing. I I am going to pick Patrick Ewing. Of course you are. But it's still leaving with a bit of a void at shooting guard. I think T-Mac's going to be fine. And I hope, well, it's a very young T-Mac. You got We talk about players in the 60s. I think he's probably in oh, there. Oh, I bet he's at least in the 70s. You think? I do. So, uh, and Nick Van Exel, I think, can maybe slide across there. I'm hoping. So, I'm still... I was thinking John Starks, but I don't like John Starks. No. I was thinking, uh, who else? There's one, Avery Johnson, but he's a point guard. So, yeah, it's. Got, he, I, I mean, I, I'd be foolish not to take Patrick Ewing. Yeah, so. and the good news for you, to be honest, is that um, your guy, AI, the answer, l led the league in minutes, like every season he played. Yeah. So if he, I mean, I imagine he'll be 41 minutes a game. Yeah, I think him and Shaq are probably... Uh, they they at this point in their careers they were playing the absolute maximum possible for them and that's good for us to have each of those on our teams because that's because we're gonna need them. Antoine gets about six minutes and he's winded <laughs> he's already back in line at McDonald's so there it is uh, everybody make your picks it is the time to do so now Ian uh, after much grumbling and much complaining I felt like it wouldn't be season two without me making up some excuse before the actual championship started no it, it well you know I shouldn't have touched the card. I'm glad we came to that agreement. It wasn't intentional mind games, or maybe it, maybe it was. But, hey, the teams are finalized now. Yeah, I can't go back and change anything. We've had some ups and downs this season. And I think it's shaping up to be a really, really good series. There's absolutely no sweep on the horizon. This could go either way, I think. I think each game's going to be close, but who knows what the Dreamcast comes up with. But I think it's going to come down to a really, really good series between us. Yeah, it's it's the fascinating thing, and we'll go into this in depth in next week when we go over our, de our, our teams and see where we're matchups lie and things of that nature. But what's really exciting is that we are both top-heavy in different areas. Mm. So it's anybody's game. 
Hmm. It depends on who can step up and make the shots, who can make some defensive stops, and who's going to back up Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. <laughs> I Shaq, hope. If Shaq's anything like season one Shaq, there is a chance he'll get thrown out the game if he tries to throw the ball oh, for someone's I forgot about that. forehead to... again. Oh, man. Um, it's going to get technical. Okay, so now we'll briefly touch in at the... It's the Cheryl Ford Super Classic Tournament of Losers. Yeah, like we said this week, we're not going to go t- in too much detail. We're not going to really talk about the classic too much because next week's show, we will be... It's going to be a bit of a shorter show next week probably because we're not opening any cards. We'll we'll make it truncated, but we still got to go over our final lineups and see who won each position. So I think next week, a yeah. good thing to do is we're going to have a little... We'll figure out some awards for us. Most obscure pick, most... You know, we'll, we'll come up with some fun things for it. We're also going to look at, like I said, who got the best pack right most weeks is the it's basically the equivalent of flipping a coin unless you're like the poop faces who've only ever backed my pack or you're like the agitators yeah. who've only ever backed your pack. but they have to pick week 10 differently so that's good oh yeah okay Are oh yeah talking? so the, the week 10 thing is you absolutely cannot back the same guy for 10 weeks but by the time people are hearing this week i'll 10's make a message out. i'm gonna i'm gonna okay. veto that immediately in the discord to okay. this week okay i'll say look it's the final week if you've backed me or ian all nine weeks you got to Switch it up once. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's what we said in week one. We did. So we're going to stick to that. So here's what I got to say to the, the Cheryl Ford players. You, I want you to submit your teams and your starting lineups. And of course, for the, you know, you want to be kind of cagey. I know you're going to be thinking about where you're going to place your players and who you're matching up against. Don't post it in the Discord. Send me. My name is Peter. This is who's speaking. Send me a message on Discord of who is your starting five, and I'll set them up on the teams. Alternatively, they can phone you directly on 0703. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, no, you just punched Ian in the face, and I don't ever give that personal number out again. Um, although I'd really cherish the company in these dark times. So please give me a call. Um, yeah, that's, send me a message. And if you have a favorite team color, I'll try to fit that into like the limited choices that I have. So all we want or all Pete wants is your starting five. The, the Dreamcast will figure out everything else. Yep. When to make subs and all that stuff like that. So we just need your starting five so we can put them into the system. Well, I say we. So Pete can put those into the system and it knows what to do with it. It's very exciting. Oh, man. I, I just, the only reason I get petty is because I care so much, Ian. So coming back to the Twitch thing, like mm-hmm. you said, Pete, you and I, our series is going to be a seven-game series like we did last time. For the Cheryl Ford Classic, for round one, it's just going to be a one-and-done. Full game, 12-minute quarters, but then it's a knockout. I think uh, one of the good things about the Cheryl Ford Classic, and you guys can say you disagree because we have times to plan around this, is the bridging the gap between Season 2 and Season 3 to have something to look forward to can still be part of that because we still got to go through the full round one, and then you have like the Elite Eight, then the final four, and I think the very final one should be a best of three between the last two teams. Absolutely. You know, and so I don't think there's any rush. I'm very excited about the Cheryl Ford Classic, but it will be a lot of Dreamcast basketball. Well, potentially it's... It's a lot of games. <laughs> yes, it's a ton of content. <laughs> I can't so, figure it out. So one thing I don't want to do is have it be kind of an overload of, of like... Sure. Yeah, so... I, the thing I'm looking forward to is each week I feel like each or each session we could do like a like a like at the Premier League you have two or three games like the morning the the, the morning slate the afternoon and one evening prime time we could easily knock out a couple of different events of these yeah so saying, we'll, we'll we'll know more by next week I think uh, between now and then we might be able to figure out how long it's actually going to take can we do that uh, kind I'll of do maths? that I'll do that tonight and then people who are taking part will let your you, we'll give you at least 
a few days notice before your team's about to go live tune in if you can if you can't the good thing about twitch is the videos stay there for a while so you can still watch the game back to see it's not just a random score we've generated the computer actually generated these things so there's also good youtube integration we can just broad we can transport the the stream so if you wanted to do it with minimal commentary this is something we're just talking about it's not that interesting but we've never had this before so it's very exciting to us mm -hmm. um we could just broadcast the game like you could do it from your computer and then immediately ship it to youtube fantastic so it's not impossible to set that up and it'd be very easy and you can title it you could say like this is round one cheryl ford classic poop faces for the unicorns that one i think needs commentary i think that one needs to have our custom input absolutely all right great well that i guess then you've all got your final you've all got your final player to choose the rosters are now set in stone Once unfortunately you've done that. yeah we i'm i'm a little salty but okay and good luck we'll see you on the dreamcast yeah we'll see you on the dreamcast i still feel like i have the better team but i'll just discuss it with you next week Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that ball.